Millennial OFW asks, is it still worth going back to the Philippines? Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Our topic for today is my answer to the question of a reader. Is a, he or she is a millennial OFW who asked if it's still worth going back to the Philippines. Here's the short email. Dear FQ Mom, I'm an OFW in my 30s and my original plan was to just stay in my host country for a few years and then go back to work in the Philippines so I can be with my loved ones. With what has been happening in our country now, do you think it is still worth pursuing my dream to go back to the Philippines? Millennial OFW via email. Here's my reply. So, I hope you're listening to this podcast right now, Millennial OFW. And let me just tell you, I hear you. Ako rin, malungkot, disappointed, sometimes disgusted. You are not alone in wanting to change your plans because of what is happening in our country. It is indeed very unthinkable talaga to witness the majority of our countrymen giving the highest post in the land to the heir of the dictator who really pillaged our country for over two decades. Masakit talagang isipin yun. Mahirap isikmurain. And do you know that you are not alone in your thoughts? There has been a surge in online searches for work abroad among Filipinos. Balita ko nga parang Canada became like a common favorite eh. Soon after the elections, I have also been asked by our employees, some of my students, whether it is still worth pursuing our dreams here in our country. Alam mo, yung iba talaga, biglang nag-iiba yung plano, parang ayaw nang ituloy yung mga dating iniisip nila, mga dating pinapangarap nila. And you know what? It is normal and in fact even helpful no, to express our disappointment or even our disgust about what's happening right now. We should remember that we should not allow them to ruin our dreams. Ako, tandaan mo yan. There may be some adjustments if needed, but we should forge ahead with our goals and dreams in life. In our last podcast, I think I mentioned something like this also, no? We should not allow them to ruin our goals and dreams because they are not our masters. We are still our own masters. In your case, are you working abroad because you have to support your family? If your dream is to be with your loved ones in the Philippines, and you are just working in your host country due to better financial opportunities there, here are some things that you can consider. 
So I divided them into 10 groups of things to ponder upon. Number one, itong number one medyo mahaba. It is setting clear terms and conditions about your financial support. So here goes. If you are supporting beyond your nuclear family, I, I'm not sure kasi if you're a padre de familia, nanay ka ba, or you're supporting your parents, no? but just generally speaking, if you are uh, supporting beyond your nuclear family and legitimate dependents, you have to have a clear agreement on the following. Number one, number one under number one, so let's just, let's just call it A. So, 1A, who are entitled to, to the financial support that you're giving? If you are supporting your parents, does that go beyond their own needs? Medyo controversial to eh. Kasi sometimes parents tend to equalize wealth distribution among children and may siphon off funds intended for them to certain children who they perceive to be lacking. Diba? Nako, ang dami ko na narinig na ganyang kwento. Meron akong dati may nag-confide sa akin. Sinabi niya, medyo na-irritate siya kasi she was sending money to her mother-in-law. Siyempre, dinagbabudget sila, no? Para makapagpadala on a regular basis. And then, nakikita daw niya. Si mother-in-law binibigay dun sa sister-in-law at pinabibili ng mga damit daw ng mga anak sarustans and then she goes eh ako nga SM ko lang dati binibili mo damit ng anak ko dyan. anyway something like that so you have to be very clear and it's it's a little tricky because syempre if you give the money na to your parents diba strictly speaking eh they should be the ones to uh, decide where to use that money but then of course it's a different story kung ikaw mismo nagtitipid kausapin mo naman Ma, wag naman ganyan, no? Anyway, this is for you, for your own needs. At ang problema kasi baka mamaya na-divert doon yung funds. Tapos wala na pag mga ilangan sila sa gamot at saka ibang basic necessities. So now let's go to 1B. Another thing that has to be clarified among you, you and your family. When is the deadline of your financial support? Especially to the younger relatives who sometimes overstay in school. If they can, if these kids that you are supporting uh, in school, they should be encouraged to earn on the side to help fund their allowance. Naman. Wag naman iasa lahat sayo. 1C. What are the specific uses of your financial support? You don't want your dependents to be using your hard-earned dollars irresponsibly just buying the latest gadgets in town or indulging in luxuries that you don't even enjoy yourself. So yun nga, similar to what I mentioned kanina, di ba? Parustans-rustans yung mga pinagpapadala niya ng pera, eh siya nga hindi nagaganon eh. So it's not fair. Okay, so now let's move on to number two. Number two is understanding your relationship with money and aligning what you do with and for money with your core values so that you don't get lost in the way. Share this with your family members so that you're all in the same boat, on the same page as you go on 
with your financial journey. You know, I don't know if you already have your copy of FQ Book 1, FQ The Nth Intelligence. There are exercises there that will help you articulate your your values in life. Ito yung mga prinsipyo na uh, you are willing to work hard for, to sacrifice for, at maganda paggawa mo rin ito sa pamilya mo. Para naman, lahat kayo, same page, no? You, you have your compass when it comes to using your money. Alright? So, number three, remain, remember to remain humble as you firm up your position in these things that I asked you to do. Kasi syempre, pera yan eh. Sensitive yan. Baka mamaya magkasakita na hindi naman, um, you know, nobody intends for that to happen. So, since ikaw yung may pera, siguro dagdagab mo pa yung pasensya at pagiging humble mo. Number four, if you are married and away from your spouse, revisit your arrangement. Do you really need to be away from each other? Alam niyo kasi mahirap yun eh. Are there sacrifices? Like for example, di kahit na ito lang ang kaya natin, pwede naman. Are, are there sacrifices that may be worth making just so you can raise your family together? So it's either babalik ka siguro dito na magtatrabaho ka kahit medyo mas maliit ang sweldo pero may potential naman na tumaas. Or maybe you can bring ho- bring with you your, your family together with your wife. So if your wife is probably earning here and you, she might not be able to earn there because she will take care of your children, yung mga ganong sacrifices. Kasi as much as possible talaga, if you're married, especially when you're just starting ano, your married life, it's really very difficult if you are starting your, your life apart. Yun. And also for the children's sake. Number five, do your best in your existing job in your host country. Exhaust all means to further enhance your skills. Bear in mind that your years of stay in your host country should not just give you financial gains, but also gains in training and worthwhile work experience. Look out for scholarships or other forms of training that you can get from your employer para talagang mahasa ka ng husto. Mauuwi mo kasi yan eh. Number six, if you're one of the OFWs who dream to come home, to start your own business, do not get into something unrelated to what you know. This is going against the second basic law of money. Again, this is discussed in the FQ book one and also in the short and Children's book nga eh, yung The Retelling of the Richest Man in Babylon. So, ano ba yung second basic law of money? It is to get only into a business that you understand and to seek advice only from competent people. So, it should be something that has to do with your core competence. Never make the mistake of getting into something just because the profit margins are high. Nako! Based on personal experience din yan, when I was a house, when I was a full-time homemaker, just because my my neighbor was doing so well dun sa kanyang fast food stall sa Shangri-La, nakigaya kami even if that was not my core competence. So that was my own boo-boo about not observing the second basic law of money. Yes, there are businesses that provide high profit margins, but this will only be true if you have the competence to do it. 
And that's why it's important to seriously do number five. Kanina yung sinabi ko na galingan mo dun sa trabaho mo. Lahat ng pwede mong aralin, aralin mo na. Para lalo kang gumaling, no? Um, so that when you come home, you have something great to offer. We all have our unique sets of gifts talaga, eh? passion, and extraordinary abilities. My paraphrase of the Frederick Buechner quote is a worthwhile guide in discerning God's will as well as your next career move. Sabi kasi ni Frederick Buechner, God calls us to a place where our deep gladness meets our, the world's deep need. So, ang aking paraphrase para madali rin tandaan, God's will for us is the intersection of our greatest passion and the world's greatest need. Yung mga hapon, ang tawag nila dito, ikigay. Ito, apat nga yung mga pinag-i-intersect nila. Eh. That which you are fond of, that which you are good at, that which we can earn from, and that which the world needs from you. So, alamin mo yan, i-hone mo yan, tas iyon ang iuwi mo dito. Because this is your sweet spot where you are almost effortlessly good at eventually. And what people really need from you. And because you're passionate in doing that job, you attract the people and you also attract the money. Sabi nga nila, di ba, money follows. Okay, now let's go to number seven. Continue networking with fellow Filipinos or even other nationalities about how to prepare for your coming back to the country. Activities with like-minded individuals provide encouragement and speed up learning curves. Study together what investment vehicles are best for you. dapat din may social life ka, Para happy-happy. Number eight. Oh, very connected. I just said happy-happy. Number eight is to stay happy and still strive to be the best version of yourself. Our happy disposition is the Pinoy charm and weapon. Use it to your advantage. No matter how disappointed you are right now, continue being the good citizen in your host country and a good citizen of the Philippines. I was asked, so should I still pay my taxes? Kasi nga, <laughs> pwede naman pala eh, di ba? The answer is, of course, we still have to never allow them to stop us from being the best versions of ourselves. Remember that, huwag makikigaya sa mga masamang gawain ng iba. Number nine, this is the second to the last, continue to combat disinformation and fake news. Let's face it. The battle was won through troll farms, years of disinformation and fake news, using the war chest acquired through years of plunder. Diba kayang init-it ng ulo mo at ko? <laughs> but we cannot give up now. In your own space, in your host country, and in your online world, be a defender of the truth. Number 10. Don't give up on the Philippines, talaga. No matter, no matter what, talaga, this is our only country. Mahirap man gawin, mahalin pa rin natin ito. When I asked a friend, Rapa Lopa, the author of the book, 
to Love Another Day, the memoirs of Cory Aquino. I featured him in one of my videos on YouTube. You can check that out. Ganda ng usapan namin. When I asked him, because of all these disappointments, this was a couple of years ago, sabi ko, Rapa, is the Filipino still worth dying for? You know what he answered? He said, the Filipino is worth loving more. And I think that's what we were able to display in our last campaign. And we were, there was just an outpouring of the love, the volunteerism. Tuloy po natin yun. I hope that the above points will help you still pursue your dream of coming back to our one and only country. And I have something more for you and all the OFWs out there. On Thursday, on Money Lessons with FQ Mom, and this is a broadcast on uh, broadcast live on Kumu on the FYE channel and on the Facebook pages of Knowledge Channel and FQ Mom. My guest will be Randall Teongson. Among the financial gurus I know, he's the one who is very knowledgeable in helping OFWs. You will learn a lot from him. Send in your questions if you have so I can ask him during the show. So I hope you learned something from this podcast and maraming maraming salamat for keeping me company. If you want to learn more about how to raise your FQ, just go to fqmom.com. I hope you're already a subscriber. Get a copy of your FQ books. Just click the books, take your FQ test, and follow me on my socials. That's FQ Mom on Facebook, YouTube, Kumu, and the FQ Mom on um, Instagram and Twitter. And I do hope that you're already subscribed to the FQ Mom podcast. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto, your FQ Mom, wishing you all a high FQ.